When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. This is my. Check, check, check. There we go. That's this right. is my radio voice. This is the radio voice. I learned this from Jesse Cornett. <laughs> Just the man with the golden voice. The man with the golden voice and the brass buns. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't confirmed or denied that. But, uh, <laughs> all right, so we're we're actually sitting at the booth at Monster Mania. It's uh, Scott, myself, and and Megan. I'm sitting on Megan's lap. He's literally ironically. sitting on Megan. It is the most depressing thing I've ever seen. I don't want to be sitting on her lap, but we have two chairs. He begged and and begged. He was like, Megan, please, please let me sit upon your lap. That's not actually how it went. That is verbatim. (laughs) Uh, So it is 
about nine o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Uh, we were here last night. Last night was uh, yesterday was was just not fun. It was an it was an event. That's what it was. <laughs> um, so the original plan was that Scott and Megan would get to my house at like one thirty, two o'clock, and then we would ride up here together. Um, and then uh, that didn't really work out. <laughs> not at all. Uh, so I'd gotten a text from Scott that he was like, I'm probably not going to be there until closer to 3.30. So I was like, all right, well, pre-show's at 4, and then the door's open at 5, so I'll, I'll just go up now and, like, get as much as set up as I can. And then uh, a series of, of bad directions, traffic, and miscommunication. And weather. And Jesus weather. Jesus Christ. It was like everything that could have gone wrong did. Yeah. So. Except for a flat tire. Basically, so, so I basically sat here with yeah. with just the TV and a handful of business cards for the first and, two hours. And he was wearing his horror movie night shirt, so <laughs> people were like, "Oh, that's a cool shirt. Are you selling those?" And he's like, "Yeah, later." <laughs> um, and then uh, and then they got here, and it was pretty good from that point on. Pretty much, I would say last night, the second you guys got here, we were able to get the booth set up. It was a fun night. Yeah, it wasn't. It really wasn't bad, and the time went by real quick. Like we were super hungry because we didn't have dinner until like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. But uh, aside from that, like really, there were tons of people that were walking through with a lot of booze in their veins. So <laughs> I don't know how much actually penetrated the alcohol haze, but uh, we had fun. some we fun had conversations. conversations. Yeah, really good conversations. yeah. There were some people that were. We're probably going to see all those people again today. Or yeah, you'll figure it out. I was excited. Uh, one of our favorite. Well, I can't speak for for Scott and Adam specifically, but VHS PS is here, which is like my favorite company in the world. So, yeah, I, uh, Matt's trying excited. to talk me into spending some money over in their uh, in their booth, and I don't need to because, as I've said previously, we don't have any DVD players set up in our house. Like Matt and I had this conversation last night. Because I have five. Yeah, yeah, he's got five that are either set up or available to be set up. And I'm like, I think we have two. They both work, but neither of them are connected to anything. So, um, I, I mean, I don't really need a DVD three player. Three VCRs in my house. Yeah, I don't have any VCRs, but I do. I did bring some VHS tapes for Matt. Which uh, uh, I'll probably watch and then put into the packages. Dude, don't watch Thinner. It is so bad. <laughs> uh, I don't think any of the ones you gave me are really good. No, I didn't. Well, Blair Witch. Blair Witch is, like, cool at the beginning and the end. It's just annoying in the middle for, like, an hour. <laughs> so you got cool really 15 it. minutes. Really selling it strong. I don't have to sell it. Everybody's already seen that movie. We're doing a uh, we're doing the live event tonight. Um, we handed out a bunch of flyers. We've still got a ton more to hand out. but I printed too many. No, that should be fine. Today's going to be a Today's going to be though, crazy. Like a... We're going to be handing those out like hotcakes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want any of those. Matt and I agree that we don't want any of those on the... On the table by like 5 p.m. tonight. Yeah. So the um, so far you've made way more money than horror movie nights. Oh made. well, that's just because. <laughs> so um, my thought was like, okay, we'll have all of our merch out on the table, but to you know to entice people to come talk, I'll bring like my custom Freddy glove, and I'll bring like a Jason mask and a Scream mask, and oh well, hey, there's also my uh, Leslie Vernon mask that I used in the uh, main Squeeze Survivor Girl video. And um, and and so I put it on the, the table, and somebody came up and was like, "Or did you ask if I was going to sell that?" I had asked you, "Do you want to sell that?" Right? Or no? Someone I somebody came up and they were like, "I don't know." Somebody was like, "Because someone was asking if it was for sale, and you weren't here." And I I think we had mentioned that to you. And you're like, "Oh, I would have sold it." 
that's right. Yeah, I, I went to the bathroom or something, and I went to get drinks. And I came back, and somebody had asked about the Leslie Vernon mask. And we, like, I asked Megan basically, like, how much do you think I can ask for it? And she told me, and um, we, uh, and some guy came up, and he has the most incredible collection. Like, collection, like, yeah. He he is in, but he lives up in New York, which isn't about a two-hour drive from my house. So uh, it's looking like there's a chance that we might have some video content of me going up there and just filming his collection. And uh, hopefully you, not being murdered. Yeah, you can find him on Facebook, uh, Horrifying Finds. We told him to start posting stuff on the Facebook page because yeah. you guys on the Facebook page are going to love this stuff. I mean, the full-scale model of the wolf from American Werewolf in London. It's pretty sick. And he's is, got like a full-scale E.T. and... and He's got pumpkin like, head, the, the pumpkin head bust that he said there's one in the world. One in the world. He's the only owner of yeah. any of them. And he has like, it took him five years to amass pretty much like every Chucky doll. Yeah, he has every version of every Chucky from each Chucky film. So it's uh, it's definitely an impressive collection, and I uh, look forward to being able to actually see that thing. And it's yeah, he glory. he he um had a video on his phone. That's how we we like he walked us through the room basically with his this video. That's how we know what's in it. But uh. He was like, I gotta have that. And so I was like, yeah, I'll sell it. So that's gone. And, <laughs> and I've also already spent the money that, that I made On. there. I, I bought a v- vinyl of the Chopping Mall soundtrack, which I've been wanting for a while. So, I mean, that was, I didn't know that I was gonna see it here, but I mean, it, I just it had to have to it. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't wanna expect too much because I don't know what the limited run of that was. It's it's It was only done last year I think that the pressing was a big deal it, it coincided with the Blu-ray release right? Yeah Yeah, the Scream Factory Blu-ray I don't know if Scream Factory I think Scream Factory maybe did it I can't remember actually there's so many companies now doing these, doing like, these collectible yeah. which is awesome like, yeah. we were talking about that at the VHSPS booth the fact that a movie like Never Too Young to Die is available on Blu-ray now have you ever seen Never Too Young to no. Die? we'll never be able to talk about it on the podcast uh, the only way we'd be able to talk about it on the podcast is if fans had voted it on, for, the for, for the first New episode of the year. Yeah. Which maybe I'll consider it. Um, it is an action. It's an action film. Oh, it's the one that you and Jonathan talk about yeah, all the time. Starring John Stamos as a acrobatics expert whose dad was a secret agent, and he has to fight Gene Simmons, who plays a transsexual killer in uh, South America. Wow. I mean, I and, feel like we've had enough Gene Simmons by watching <laughs> Trick or Treat '87. But I mean, if we really need to watch well, the other, Too Young to one Die, of these, one of these years for Halloween, um, it's gonna suck. It'll be worse than watching Space Invaders. But we no. should, we should watch Kiss in the Phantom of the Park. No, actually, I, I, that's a hard no. That is not even a soft no. That is the hardest no possible. It's the best live-action Scooby-Doo movie <laughs> they've ever made. Yeah, but I'm not part of the Kiss army, so I, I, I don't really like Kiss at all. I mean. I've tried. Believe me, I've tried. There's one really great song by Kiss that you can't deny, though. Beth? Well, Beth is pretty great. New, new, uh, no Use for Names cover of Beth, right? Yeah, Beth is great. But I was actually thinking of uh, God Gave Rock and Roll to You at the end of Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. <laughs> uh, it's been so long since I've watched that. I actually I'll, play, watched... I'll play it for you later. It's great. Uh, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. I know. We, uh, anybody listening knows that you're going to do it anyway. Oh, man. But uh, so I so I bought the Chopping Mall soundtrack. Yeah. And um, I bought Megan some bath bombs because we're sitting next to 
um, a booth that has all these lovely smelling bath bombs. So, yeah. and maybe um, we'll talk to them at some point this weekend on the show as well. Yeah, yeah, they're very, very nice. Very um, nice. Everybody seems to have a much higher level of social skills than than the last time that Matt and I were at a uh, an, a convention, which was two years ago. He did an anime convention in Westchester. Um, not as horror movie night, but it was pretty much right before we started. Right doing, before we were we were I, already working out the plans yeah, of horror movie. Yeah, because it would have been July, June or July that we would have started. Of, yeah, of that of because that was when we watched. We had watched Doctor Giggles at my house we watched, that night, and we did three. We did Phantom of the Paradise, Puppet Master, Puppet Master and Motel three, Hell. and Motel Hell. Uh, we we did it like a we burned through all three of those back to back, and we they they went up as. Some of those are, two, two of those two three of those have been retroactive episodes. Yeah, Sad and it hell. Like, well, it, the episode could have been better, but the biggest issue was we we had a really bad echo issue based on the setting of the recording. Yeah, before Matt I had moved to go into my sound pro, yeah, soundproof laundry, uh, laundry room. Yeah, 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 I, was, <laughs> I drove like six hours to sit in a different room from Matt and podcast. So today is much better because we're sitting at a booth, staring into each other's eyes. Uh, talking about horror movies. But I will say that this is, um, so far, based on just interactions with people, the general vibe of the room, and the fact that we had a record high of first-day listens on the podcast. 350 or something. Something like that. Like, yeah. uh, I'm thinking that I am completely down for doing this again next year. Um, hopefully we can get Adam here, and I think I think we, we can really... If we plan it out right, make this like a great weekend next yeah, year. Yeah, and I think that for a first time, first like for a first like first full horror movie night convention booth, this is fine. This like, is fine. I, I think that we're on a good start as we get more shirts, hopefully. But like, you know, we got to see what we can sell with these shirts. But I think that the we gotta we gotta come up with more. Um, the logo is cool, but like. Well, we have we start plans pulling. For other we have plans for stuff that references the movies where you don't have to know the show yeah. to yeah. like the shirt, and I think those will really take us far. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for the "Do you like Kurt Vonnegut" shirts that I want to make. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I mean, it's going to take a little bit yeah, of time. We need one of those. We definitely need a "Best I Can Do for You, My Dear" shirt. That's yeah. like a, well, a must I mean, we, have. We gotta get the Toulon. Like Toulon next probably needs to be the second sure yeah. that, so that's less obscure than disturbing behavior yeah you know like everybody knows <laughs> the fucking puppet master um and what was the uh, other one there was another one that we kept talking we were gonna about do, well we wanted to do a ghost sex one but that one's like a lot of explanation yeah yeah well I mean I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory to be like yeah. one more question about ghost sex yeah. and that's just if like, enough people are buying the actual logo shirts just throwing that out there listeners then maybe we'll consider a ghost sex shirt but that one is definitely a very in baseball reference yeah yeah <laughs> Well, the thing is, is that I feel like we could mine our discussions for so much shit. Like, we could have a Dr. Giggles shirt. Yeah. And we could have... We could actually, like... We should do We should do a shirt that is Justin Long from from <laughs> Tusk that just says Cuckoo Cuckoo above it. <laughs> I think people will buy it. I feel like we also need a You So Cool Kung Fu shirt. Because <laughs> uh, although Haosu was not technically one of our horror movie night uh, it did get a retro episode yeah but uh I keep looking at this one dude's ad real monster shirt that he has at his booth across from us and it is so fantastic what which one the ad real monsters you see it over there oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah I was I was staring across the way last night at um some some uh 
toys that he has, but they're in the boxes that have the same um, artwork as the um, Gremlins 2, the new batch video Nintendo game, and the A Nightmare on Elm Street Nintendo game. And so I was like, are those like... Those have to do anything with the video games because I, I got really excited and yeah. I walked over and they don't at all. Okay, well, even but even the the Gremlins one, like you open it up and it's um, what was the main antagonist? Spike is is he? He's from part one. one though, part one, but like in the second one, there was like a main antagonist. The smart girl, the smart gremlin. No, not Leslie or not uh, Chelsea Grammer's character. It's not Chelsea Grammer, but I mean, it's basically Chelsea Grammer. <laughs> Um, I, I think it's actually someone notable that voices the smart gremlin. We'll have to look that up. I'll, I'll do that in a little bit here. Um, but uh, when you open it up, it's actually got the 8-bit, like, um, I want to say Mr. Miyagi, but it's not Mr. Miyagi. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so offensive. No, well, it's the sa- it's, it's, it's the no, same. No, it's not the same actor. It's not the same actor. Is it? No, I don't think so. Is it? But it's like the same year, you know? And so, Gremlins 2... There's no Gremlins 3. I'm tempted to click that in a second. <laughs> but first I want to see who voices the smart Gremlin. I mean, and it's really topical that we're talking about Gremlins 2 because, you know, Get Out is, you know, <laughs> peel. Just, just destroying it at the box office right now. Yeah, yeah, neither of us have seen it yet. Nope. And luckily it has not been spoiled, although I knew from the like day one pretty much what happens in it. I mean, I knew when I saw that first preview before I even knew what was going on. Yeah, I'm definitely curious to see it. I, I, I feel like we've just been so busy with getting ready for this weekend that there was no possible way that we were going to take in any movies. Like, we were going to even try last weekend to do... Mohawk, by the way, is the... Mohawk, thank you. Tony Randall is the voice of the brain Griffin. Should I know who that is? Tony Randall? He's from the odd... He played the character of Felix on the Odd Couple TV series. They did an Odd Couple TV series? It's more well-known as a TV series than the movie, honestly. Uh, it ran no, for not. years. But the Odd Couple is Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau. Nothing is more famous than Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau. He was also in a show called Mr. Peepers. Oh, Mr. Peepers! <laughs> yeah, that's bringing it back. Mr. Peepers. I got the vapors. I got the peepers. Um, Let's see what else he was in. I know the name Tony Randall more than I actually know who Tony Randall is. It might only be because of knowing that he was in The Odd Couple. But that's just like such an obscure reference. Like it seems seems out of place in my mind. But yeah, he was an actor in like the 60s and 70s. So are you thinking that that we should redo Motel Hell since we not? Since we couldn't get that. I know that someone has asked, but I also, I want to re-listen to it and see if we even really had anything to say. I feel like we could do a little, I know it's not our usual, but we could do like a double feature where it's Motel Hell and Leatherface or something like where we do two cannibal movies. No, we should do is we should find another movie where they accidentally feed people, like Blood Salvage. We could do Blood Salvage and Motel Hell as a double feature because I feel like between those two movies we would have an episode's worth of commentary well, well just let us know guys let us know if you actually would want us to talk about um about that movie <laughs> about Motel yeah he's a little um he's a little busy looking up something or people, other people are messaging us to add on to the we got a lot of stuff going on on the Facebook page at this very second so it's exciting people Matt are sharing 
people are sharing our event right now. There's people commenting about us doing a, a Facebook Live recording. We'll record that too. We'll have the mics going for that. Um, and then people uh, asking to join the Facebook page that I guess got the cards today. So. Oh, nice. So Sweet. It's, so it's, it's, like I said, I consider this weekend a success so far. We've only really done three, four hours of honest con work yet. Yeah. yeah um, we're pretty much ignoring anybody that walks by <clears throat> instead of trying to make eye contact and draw yeah, them in. We're, we're the social awkward people at this point. It's not that bad. I mean, like, we look like we're having a good time. So if somebody comes up and wants to be like, hey, I want to have a good time, I'll be like, how much money you got? We'll make Man, it that, happen. That dude's one shirt is disturbing as all hell. It looks like a cannibal corpse cover. Guy shirt. The one on the bottom with the screaming pregnant woman and the monster exploding out of her vagina. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that is a Cannibal Corpse. That's every every death metal record <laughs> cover ever. What's up, sweet? Always We're talking to each other. You mocking us, Megan? Always. <laughs> Speak into the mic. Ooh. <laughs> Whoa! I like that she just moved her head back and forth as if it was gonna pick it up on the microphone. <laughs> you know what you should have done, mate. You should be like, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I right. know that people don't like it when we get political, <laughs> but all right, well, all right, well, we're uh, we'll wrap this up for now and actually try to like socialize with people. Fine. I'll probably just go spend some money on shit I don't need. <laughs> that too. I have a TV here that's playing a bunch of different clips from like best of episodes and there happened to be one that I did for Tusk and we found out that someone at this convention worked on the suit for Tusk which all the listeners of the show know that we aren't really the biggest Tusk fans but we all really liked the suit so we wanted to talk to her uh, we have Nikki here um, Nikki first of all like how did that even come about that you got to work on the suit um, well our studio, I guess, got involved with Kevin Smith, and we started doing the um, general art for it. And then, I guess, we sent it back to Kevin Smith. He liked it, so we got the green light to go ahead and start working on it. This is why you were in, in college, or? Uh, in between, yeah. Okay, so, but you were working with a company that got into mm -hmm. working with that studio. Okay. And, and the studio that I was with, um, they used to have a studio out in California, and I worked with a bunch of bigger names in the company, but not going to talk oh, perfect, about that. Perfect, awesome. Well, that's very, so, like... Can you, like, when you watch the movie, can you see, like, that's the part that I did for the yeah, suit? Well, actually, I worked on the suit, and I actually did all the main hair work. Okay. So, like, the Which severed leg really that's the sitting in the bucket, yeah. I sat there and haired a leg for 12 hours with oh a pin. And then they didn't use, there was a severed head that I did eyebrows for. So, oh, that's awesome. And I've painted on stuff. I put things together. I molded stuff. Like, I did a whole bunch of different things. So, like, when, because Tusk was such an interesting thing to me in the sense of, like, I thought it was going to be a comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, everything that I had heard about it was like, okay, this is going to be like a really right. dark comedy. And then it yeah. seemed like he was trying to be very serious with yeah. it when I saw it. When you were, like, working on it, like, was that the general idea behind everyone? Was like, oh, this is supposed to be funny? Or We honestly you know? kind of thought that it was supposed to be funny because, one, it's Kevin Smith, and, two, the, just the idea in general the is yeah. really out there. And then the fact that, you know, they brought it up from an actual story... That from they like found. a Craigslist, yeah, right. like a Craigslist ad. Right, we thought it was going to be kind of funny. Although, if you've seen Kevin Smith's Red State, I mean, he can get realistic. Yeah, he can get serious. Yeah, yeah. But, but it was just very like, 
Red State at least was like focusing yeah, on a serious yeah, topic. Yeah, this was and, just like, hi. <laughs> like, and yeah, I imagine there was a lot of smoke floating around on the set. <laughs> God, yes, yes, there was. I mean, they made two strains specifically for the premiere. Oh my God, yeah, That's amazing. Yeah. So did you? I mean, we don't have to say like whether you when you watched it were you like. I'm really glad that I worked on this, or are you kind of like, this is a little rough, or, I mean, um, I'm sure it was a great experience regardless, yeah. but. No, I was happy to, to be able to say I worked on one a Kevin Smith film at all, and yeah. two, that I worked on a movie at all. You yeah, know, that's it, super cool. Yeah, it's always interesting, and I had friends that went with me, and I was like, look, that's the part I did, and you know, they all, <laughs> they're used to my weirdness, so they're like, oh, that's freaking cool, you know. <laughs> that's so cool, though. So, yeah. That's all we, I guess, I mean, is there any cool stories that you really have that you want to share that we might not know question-wise how to get there? Um, well, I have to say that the one interesting thing was while we were designing the suit, we yeah. had one kid that we actually shoved in the um, prototype yeah. and got to watch him kind of flop around on the ground <laughs> while we were trying to figure out how we're going to move this <laughs> walrus piece because basically... It was a bunch of latex and foam underneath. Yeah. And then the persons inside of it, like we had to use like dollies and other things to kind of. Did you try. get to meet Kevin, by the way? I didn't. Uh, I didn't get to go down on set. Oh, that sucks. Uh, I had a friend that I did. I was going to ask, like, is he as cool as you would imagine that he is? From my friends that went down on set that got to, he actually is really chill. Like, he had them come out and smoke with him and, you know, hang yeah. out and do everything. And he was really cool about everything. That's that's That makes me happy. At yeah. Least. At least he's a cool guy. Yeah, like, I can almost forgive him for how bad that movie is. <laughs> Fair, fair. I but, mean, we really eviscerated on that episode. Like, <laughs> but if you listen to the episode, there is almost very little that we say negative about the suit. No, I, there's actually an entire sec section of it, like five minutes, where all we do is just talk about how amazing the suit looked. Because, like, Justin Long looks horrifying in, in the <laughs> in suit, you know? So, I mean, like, you're... Your contribution is, <laughs> is the highlight the, the of the contribution that. of the movie, honestly. So, so just for people listening, the whole point was that someone was it's, that's here with you today saw and said, like, that you worked on it, if and we, we immediately were like, go get her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, we need to talk to her. The, 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 you weren't here just yet at the time. He was like, oh, I stopped by because I saw the word Tusk. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a really bad movie. He goes, my daughter worked on it. I'm like, I mean, it's, it's, it was like backpedaling. He goes, no, no, it's not a fun movie. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. He's like, she made a, made the suit. And I'm like, oh, well, that was actually really good. Like, it was like, okay. <laughs> I felt it, I wanted ketchup for my foot. I was so, oh, it's all I was good. so embarrassed by like. No, we'll all admit it was it was a very questionable <laughs> film, but it's okay because movie credits are movie credits. There you go. Did you get to work on Yoga Hosers, or were you guys? No, not I in? left by then, but the company that I was with still worked on it, and I think well, they're cool. still working with him on other things. That's all right, awesome. very cool. Yeah. Are you still pursuing stuff in that field, or um, is it on hold? Or I did it vaguely. It's on hold right now. Okay. I'm in between things, so. All right. Well, hopefully, keep up the good work. I mean, it, it really is a cool credit to have. On your yeah. resume, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for letting us talk to you for yeah. a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, that's on there. So uh, this is this is happening live now on the Facebook Live page. We got we're recording this also for some bonus content. Hey. What are you doing? 
I want to sit so we can set it up and read what people are asking us and stuff. Yeah. Uh, start submitting us some questions. We'll uh, be happy. Stop. Start submitting us some questions. We'll be happy to uh, help you guys out, answer any questions you have so far. We're having a great time out here right now. Um, Scott is having a blast just talking to Jason at this point. Uh, this dude is pretty sick with his cosplaying. I'm not going to lie. This guy's killing it. Uh, while we're waiting for him to come back over here, just a reminder that we are doing a live event tonight in Burlington. It'll be about 20 minutes away from uh, where we're at right now. We're talking about Jason Takes Manhattan and Freddy's Dead. Should be a uh, really good time. Um, there's going to be some live music. We're going to be checking out Danger Club. I'm just going to kind of pan around so you can see some of our neighbors here. These girls sell a bunch of different bath bombs. They've got uh, some really cool stuff themed on a bunch of different stuff. They even have some Stranger Things themed stuff over there with some uh, little waffle shaped guys. Do you see those? I don't know if I can zoom. Yeah, I can zoom. That's pretty cool. So, so Rudy's asking us what type of cosplay would we want to do if we were here. Um, I've never really, so it's weird, I don't do a lot of horror cosplay. We were talking to a guy who had a Phantom of the Paradise mask that he purchased. I would love to cosplay as Phantom of the Paradise. Oh, I thought but, you were going to say cosplay as Frankenhooker. Uh, so someone asked, what, what would you cosplay as if you were going to cosplay here? I don't know, but you should probably do this so that they can see us talking about Well, I'm showing them a little bit of what's going on around us, right, too. fine. That's, that's cool. I mean, they don't have to. What, what would I cosplay as? Yeah. Um, I, honestly, Driller Killer from Sleepaway, or Slumber Party Massacre 2, I mean, is just so obvious because... I'd have to have the drill guitar. Yeah. You know, like it just, it, it has to happen. I mean, eventually I'll do it. It's just, I have to make the drill guitar. All right, um, so so we were asked, what's the most underrated 80s teen comedy? I've been telling, I've been telling Scott about One Crazy Summer starring John Cusack all weekend. Yeah, and it's funny because John Cusack's here, so, um, you know, like we, Megan's still talking to Jason. But, Megan, uh, can you show us the picture of you with John Cusack? Yeah, so I think The Better Off Dead is a really, really underrated 80s uh, comedy, personally. So we didn't cosplay because we've got a booth to run, Courtney. Come on now. So there's Megan meeting John Cusack earlier today. Rudy says hi. Hi, Rudy. All right, so uh, do we have any more questions on there? Other than do last-minute ghetto cosplay. <laughs> oh, wow. We didn't... Megan was going to be... Um, her, do her uh, Casey Becker. She was going to do her Casey Becker costume from uh, two Halloweens ago, but we couldn't find the the handheld phone, so we uh, couldn't do it for the for the evening. Plus, if she was going to do that, then I should be um, Deputy Dewey, and I, I didn't grow a mustache. Well, for if it. we if you had done that, I would have uh, absolutely just been, been Ghostface, been Ghostface, or Randy. I mean, I am Randy already, oh God, as is. Randy. <laughs> Rudy says, what are things that you've seen that Adam would have liked? Um, Frankenhooker. <laughs> uh, Frankenhooker was awesome. Uh, Frankenhooker was great. Uh, we posted that picture of the Motel Hell cosplay. That was really cool. That was two 12-year-old kids dressed as Motel Hell, which is awesome. I'm trying to think. There was a lot of... Yeah, there is a lot of butt cheeks. Um... <laughs> There's just a lot of cool... I haven't really gotten to leave the booth too much. Well, you saw the Barb cosplay that Scott really liked. Barb cosplay was awesome. 
there's a lot of there's a lot of stranger oh yeah you saw Dustin from Stranger Things there's a lot of Stranger Things cosplay going on throughout the week Scott's been selling music like crazy uh, so it's 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 almost we should have just got a console crash booth because that's that's what people are more interested in at this rate what's your favorite Universal monster movie Creature from the Black Lagoon who asked that one I'm curious Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I just became Facebook friends with him. I still don't know how to pronounce your name, and I'm sorry. I'm going to say Vicrant because I can't pronounce names, but uh, that's the best I can do. Let me bother Scott with that one real quick. Favorite universal monster? Wolfman. Wolfman? All right. All right. For me, it's Creature from the Black Lagoon. Is there any other questions up in there? What film is uh, I would assume he's here for like 1408 or Identity, but in my heart, it's it's one. It's, yeah. What was so? What was the um? What was like the headshots that he was selling? Did you catch like? All right, and I'll give you free download. Okay, so he was doing like not just his heart. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, to me. What, I, I got a question for Megan. Actually, you're you're the you're the John Cusack fan. What's your favorite John Cusack movie? Say anything. Oh, no, all right. I don't really even like anything. What? I'm glad you're not staying in my house tonight. No, High Fidelity is great. So, I bought High Fidelity with only seeing 30 minutes of it. It had come on TV, and I was getting really sucked into it, and then I had to go to a family party. And I was so annoyed, but I liked it so much, I just... Oh, I will kill you. Muslim. I should have waited one more second, because... Dogs might be the worst movie John Cusack's ever done. I So my, uh, my roommate, Shrop, him and I used to go to the uh, local Hollywood video and we would, he had like a rent one, get one free card that he could use once a month. So we would go every Saturday and we'd rent one movie that we definitely wanted to see and then one movie that we probably would never watch any under, any other. Must Love Dogs was one, well, no, Must Love Dogs was oh the God, one we wanted to see. Awful. That was what. That, that was my favorite John movie. Just the fuck with it? Yeah. So we, I can't. You got a question from Rudy. Do you have a blank check to make a horror rock musical adaptation, and what would it be? Of, of what? Of Must Love Dogs? No, no, no. <laughs> of any horror movie. Like that, like it's, uh, um, oh, okay. I, I actually, I think I've thought about this once before. Uh, I mean, I would do a Sleepaway Camp musical. Um, I would do a Frankenhooker musical. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm trying to think what, like, because we could make it like super, super, like over the top and campy. <laughs> would you make if you, if you had a blank check to make a musical? That's what you do. Like in the same vein as like how they do Reanimator the musical and Evil Dead the musical. No, not so gory. Like, it would still be absurd and campy, but it wouldn't be quite so... But would that be the movie that you would choose, or do you got something Freaking else? Hooker? Honestly, I, if we could do a musical, yeah, I'd want, I want Nightmare on Elm Street. Can you imagine a Nightmare on Elm Street musical? Be awesome. Because you could have a clean slate, because he could be like... He could have dreamscapes that are like... Hip, a tap dancing Freddy Krueger. Come on! Monster Squad, the Freddy musical? I, I said Nightmare on Elm Street. A Nightmare on Elm Street musical with a tap dancing Freddy, maybe? I don't know. Uh, Matt suggested Monster Squad. Monster Squad the musical? I would I would watch that, maybe. I would watch the hell out of that. That would be amazing. 
But you'd have to find good child actors, so we'd have to get the kids from Stranger Things. Yeah. Oh, Slumber, Slumber Party Massacre 2, the, the musical. Thomas. What, what? Scott, Survivor Girl has been in my car since you sent out the packages. Dude, uh, you made my day. Thank you. Yeah. That more so than the strangers that have just been purchasing Scott's music without even listening to it, which has uh, also been a thing that's been happening all weekend. So when we turn this horizontal, are we horizontal? Or, or are we, like, weirdly, like... Does this look good or does this look bad? Let us know. Yeah, tell us. I mean, besides our faces. Uh, I didn't get a shower this morning, so hopefully Matt doesn't mind. It's good. Bad. He, pa- he passed. Bad. Bad. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll go back to there this. You thank you, guys. <laughs> what do we got going here? Okay, thank you, Megan. Woo! Podcast mom, Megan, not podcast wife. <laughs> Um, hey everybody! There we go. <laughs> Hi. Maybe we'll. Uh, I, I think maybe we'll. Do you want me to take a tour? I'll do a quick tour of uh, what we've got going on in the yeah, con. Yeah, you... take a walk through. See if you can uh, get a glimpse of Uncle Lloyd. Yeah, let's see if we can check out our boy Uncle Lloyd. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 